When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Um, all paper lovers unite, gather around. We're going to be talking about papery related stuff and, you know, how it, amazing it is to get gluey fingers and, and get threads and paper stuck to them and then have hours of joy peeling it all off. I don't know why. There's something greatly rewarding about that. Um, it's it's a strange thing. It's, it's like... Uh, um, I don't know, enjoying the smell of gasoline at the gas pump. I'm not recommending smelling gasoline at the gas pump, but I've always enjoyed that smell. And it's a strange thing. I know it's bad. <laughs> I know it's bad. I don't, I don't lean in and sniff. I just stand back and whatever wafts up, wafts up, you know, it happens. It happens. Um, so, uh, yep, I am here. I am parked at the park and Sunny Little Bumpkins is back at home with Papa in his office and they are hanging out. Um, Sunny did have his uh, swim training this morning and I'm, uh, I'm clocking the pool, meaning I'm taking him a little further away from the uh, stairs each time to make sure that he finds his way back. And uh, just a little update there. I, I have post. I have painted a uh, yellow dot with a black ring around it so that he can see where the stairs are because he's only looking at it from a horizontal point of view. And um, uh, apparently, dogs can see the color yellow well. And I figured if I circled it in black, he'd be able to see it. But they don't see other colors very well because apparently they don't have the uh, parts of the eye that can see that I don't know I don't know but anyway I know he's finding the dot and uh, on his own and he's doing very well and mama's very proud and uh, he had his shower and um, so he was uh, a little damp I had to blow dry him this morning you know it was one of those mornings when you just have to blow dry your pup uh, because he was he was shivering and I didn't want him to be cold uh, but it is still Florida you know summer here in Florida and um, so anyway back to paper <laughs> I <laughs> so a little uh, little uh, dog uh, uh, trip down doggy lane there um, okay so yes the, currently there is an explosion of papers on my craft desk and uh, it is a giant craft avalanche of paper I it's, it's even shocking to me because I'm working on a journal as I sometimes do and um, I, apparently I pulled out everything that ever was needed or wanted or could possibly fit on the desk and there's barely there's literally no desk there's just me working on a mountain of things and um, somehow in the deep recesses of my mind I have a vague idea of where things are and um, like I'm thinking okay if I'm pulling from old ephemera if I need an old piece of ledger page or if I need an old photograph or if I need an old deed or if I need you know whatever it is a postcard a tea card I, it's in the right side of the desk somewhere on top 
my, you know, ephemera that I've, or my ephemera, my embellishments that I've already made are in a big box on the left side. The tools are somewhere, sometimes I have to dig them out, that happens often, but I try and put all my scissors and rulers and everything in one area, far right, and then pencils and glue bottles and things in front of me. So I have minimal digging there's still a lot of digging, let's face it. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when you go for a variety, and you want to put a lot of different things in your journal, um, it can be quite uh, an interesting, you know, how do you get all this variety of things at the ready? And then have them, you know, see, okay, I, I thought I figured it out. I thought I had the grand plan. And my grand plan was, Um, go around and pick one of everything, kind of like a fundle. You know what I mean? You pick one of everything and you have it in a pile and then you just grab the pile and you sit down and you create. And that works really well. I should, I should probably use my own fundles. What I actually have collected for myself, this is before I created the fundles, similar things like that, but it's before I had put everything I actually wanted into the collections. So I had collections of unique book pages, all paper clipped together. And then I had my, um, my old ephemera kind of you know there was a little bit over here a little bit over there so I'd still have to take that physical trip around to gather and uh, I it's I think I need to make a fundle for myself <laughs> I think that's what I need to do is just sit down and make a fundle and then use that in the journal because then I know I'll have one of everything um, but you know what it is no matter what you do and how well you think you're organized there's always something you forget and you need to you know where it comes okay so I have all my fu- my old ephemera I have my embellishments I have my old book pages I think I'm ready to go you know what I'm missing at this point I'm missing little pieces of fabric and the trim and scraps of paper ah yes so I'm um, happily down to about a half a garbage bag full of scraps there's another bag in the garage somewhere I'm pretty sure so don't take take that with a grain of salt and what I did was I was getting surrounded by the fabric in my craft room I mean it was starting to create a giant mountain behind my chair it's all in boxes but it was like growing and growing because I was making a lot of fabric journals and things like that and uh, I wanted different things to draw from quickly well I, I finally had to make the decision to just take all the fabric back into the garage so that I could actually pull out my <laughs> pull out my craft chair um, but you know that's just the way it is around here I'm actually pretty okay with it I mean it's an ebb and flow there's everything comes out and then everything must be put away and cleaned up again and then everything comes out and then everything must be cleaned up and put away again and it's just a cycle I haven't figured out any other way around it um, uh, it's when I make a journal, I can't just whip one together and like a big chunky monkey in a day. So that craft desk is going to be covered in the um, craft phalanche for quite a while before I actually get that baby completed. And sometimes I don't complete it all in one sitting. So, at, you know, I'm, I'm making videos too. So I have to, I have to sort of clear the work desk. You know what I mean? And uh, so I have a little space to do the video, but often you can see in the edges of the video, the encroaching uh, craft phalanche that is trying to come in and swallow me whole, which is okay. I mean, death by craft phalanche wouldn't, wouldn't be the worst way to go. Um, no. And, um, 
So, yeah, that's that's kind of the state of affairs. Now, pretty much um, in Florida here, you know, there's like lots of, uh, you know, COVID stuff going on. So I'm I'm literally hiding inside big chicken cluck that I am. I'm hiding inside and I'm not going to thrift stores right now. This is just me. I mean, this is just, I'm just letting you know what I do with my life. And the only place I really go out is to the park right now and to the post office where there's a separate lobby where you can go in and put packages inside there. So that's pretty much it. Life's, life's, you know, if it wasn't for you guys and the, thanks, thanks, Thank you for being there because you are you guys are keeping me sane. Um, um, I know it's not like this everywhere in the country or all over the world, but um, and everything's ebbing and flowing everywhere. But um, this having the connection with you guys really does help um, keep everything calm and sane, and 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 just realizing that um, you know we're all sort of going through this together and. Uh, um, talking about papers and, and getting excited about that is a huge relief to me as opposed to focusing on all that other stuff. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being there and reaching out. And um, I'm really, really appreciating that. And uh, um, I, I, I hope this serves some purpose for you guys too. Um, you know, uh, it, it's good to have something to get lost in, you know, just to get lost for hours and the time flies by and you, you know, when you're having a great time, when you forget about the time and the hours just go by and it, it's like when you're watching a really good movie and you forget you're watching a movie and you're just so sucked into the, 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 the whole story and the characters that you and you don't see their acting you just see them and you 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 believe they're real people um and uh that's how I feel when I dive into the craftful edge of it all or I'm making a journal I just go in and everything's all about the papers it's all about the little torn edge or it's all about the inking or the gluing or the or the does this look pretty here oh maybe I could put it here what if I turned it that way and I added a little sploosh of this and maybe a little splash of that and oh somebody write down I need to find more cheesecloth um okay I'm gonna write that down right now I have my little notepad here and uh source cheesecloth now sometimes I used to be lucky and I would find it at the thrift stores. Um, that would happen quite often, but um, I've noticed the thrift stores lately are a little bare on items. Have you noticed that? I mean, my Goodwill used to be, ugh, it was like a jam-packed plethorama of, you know, junk journal, heaven, supply stuff. Um, they used to have these amazing giant plastic bags full of old crafting items where I, I guess you know, somebody gave them away or packaged them up or whatever. And uh, they w- it would be a huge bag, a huge bag for like five or six or whatever it was bucks. And uh, you couldn't even see what was inside. And there was all these stickers on the outside that says, whatever you do, do not poke a hole in the bag because if the bag is breached when you come to the checkout counter apparently military will come and take you away well often by the time I came across the bag the bag was already breached and there's holes in it and somebody was already you know you know ferreting around in there Um, but you can never really fully see what was in the bag because it was so stuffed with stuff but I always felt even if I couldn't see it if I took a chance on it 
I found that it was worth whatever I invested. And I would say I rarely got, I don't even think I ever got a bag that wasn't worth what I invested in it at the Goodwill. Now, I don't even see the bags. They're not there. It's like the cold craft section has been cut in half, maybe quartered. And uh, maybe everybody's hanging on to their craft stuff now. Maybe they're all crafting at home. It wouldn't surprise me at all if people start, are, you know, starting to think about what can we do at home? Well, we can craft. Yes, we can. And then if we craft enough, maybe we can sell what we craft. And maybe this will be a, another way we can make some money while we're all, you know, doing our inside life. Or maybe we're out there doing outside life. And, um, but maybe we don't go back to the office anymore because our office has become virtual. A lot, that has happened. It happened uh, in our family to my husband's um, uh, real estate company. So they no longer have an office. They do everything virtual. So that's the way it is. And um, so, yeah, we are, um, we're making the best of it. You know what I mean? And um, um, I'm thinking, you know, we're not alone. There's a lot of everybody kind of going through the same thing out here. I thought I'd jump in and answer some questions. I'm getting lots of questions. Um, okay, let me write the thing here. Um, okay, contains questions. I'm going to answer some YouTube questions here. Contains questions. There we go. All right, let's see what you're all asking. And um, aha, where did you find your expensive tree stencil? I sure can see its ver- versatility. Great tool toy. Yeah, I have no idea why that tree branch is so expensive. Um, you can find it on my Am- in my Amazon shop, and just if you can't find the link, which is in the description box below the video, just Google Amazon and Paper Outpost, and it'll bring up the Paper Outpost Amazon page. I don't know why it works that way. Um, I don't have it right in front of me right now, but the um, um, it, it's a company that sells them, and I, I don't remember exactly how much they are, maybe 18 bucks or something. And you can get the negative or the positive for the tree branch stencil. Um, I have them listed in my shop and this is my personally most expensive or the most amount of money I ever spent on a stencil, but it's probably one of my most used stencils. And I always have everybody make comments like, like, Oh, I love that stencil. You know, where can I find it? Where can I get it? Um, you can also Google, um, in eBay or or search on eBay for tree stencil. You're going to find all sorts of different styles of trees, which is an easy way to do it. And I highly recommend to get good deals on it to, um, click on lowest price first and then click on tree stencils or you know leaf stencils or something like that and you're going to find some pretty good deals and sometimes they come in 10 packs and things like that or they're used but not abused you know what I mean and you can get some good good deals that way and you can make your own stencils um, and things like that but if I'm you know um, it would take me longer um, uh, to make the stencil than it would be to um, Uh, buy it you know honestly but um you know another easy way to make stencils is if you have paper punches that you like the shapes just go ahead and punch out some paper or maybe some plastic acetate if your paper punch will punch through that I'm not sure maybe the thicker one thicker paper ones will punch through that or maybe sandwich it in between two regular papers and then put the plastic in the middle and punch through that and you can make some of your own stencils but um because nature and trees here we're coming into fall right this is fall ready a whole new season to have fun with with our crafty stuff oh i can't wait for fall fall come to us come to us fall um autumn fall 
um, whatever you call it. It's a beautiful time of year and it's going to have some cool breezes and the beautiful leaves are going to fall and then we can use those as stencils. And uh, you know, you can probably use little twigs and stuff as actual tree stencils. So if you go out and look around on the ground, I'm here at the park and I can see a whole bunch of contenders here right now, little twigs and trees and not little trees, but little like dried twigs that have fallen off the tree. And you could probably just lay those on the piece of paper and use those as your stencil. I've done a lot of that with um, uh, like leaves, palm leaves, little weed leaves, things like that. Weeds growing outside. Um, there's there's 101 ways to make stencils and it, and it can be really inexpensive. So let's let's check the next question. I think that would that glue stick hold over the years or would you recommend sealing this cover somehow? Okay, so this she is looking at a collaged cover that I did and um uh i i well i've probably used this glue stick for maybe three years now i would say and um i don't know the longevity of the glue stick but if you ever have concern that a cover might come apart you can do a, um, a couple of easy things you can spray it with um uh, they have these in the hobby lobbies and, and that and i think i have some links in my amazon store but you can find these everywhere on ebay and etsy spray acrylic sprays which can seal what you have glued down make it more water resistant um, fingerprint resistant something like that if you have a paper cover and you want to protect it um, the uh, some glue sticks are much stronger and will last much longer than others the scotch create permanent glue stick i found is an extremely good reliable glue stick and i could say it's probably been working for about three years i could say that because that's how long i've used it I don't know if it will last a hundred years into millennia, but if you're unsure, a couple ways that you can seal a cover. The spray is one. Number two is Mod Podge, if that's suitable for the, uh, if it's paper, something like that. Another thing you can do is um, layer something over top of whatever is on your cover, depending on if it's made of fabric or if it's made of, um, um, you know, tissue, maybe napkins, something like that. Whatever it is, you can put a light layer of something. And, and a couple things that come to mind are a very thin uh, cheesecloth over it. You can dip the cheesecloth into maybe some Mod Podge, or you can lay the cheesecloth down one layer thick over your entire cover and then paint some Mod Podge on to seal the cheesecloth on. You can also use Eileen's or Aileen's tacky, super tacky spray. It's super, super tacky. And I would highly recommend it uh, spraying it outside because it's like aerosolizing little strong, super tacky glue everywhere and your floor and everything will be sticky after this. So do it outside. It's very volatile and it smells too, but it really does work. And you can wrap and glue things um, with that very easily on the cover. And that is a one touch solution. Like when you put something down, there's no moving it. It's like there. So just be very sure about where you want what when you use that super alien, super tacky glue spray. Um, um, yeah, or you can also use tissue, uh, one thin sheet of tissue, and you can Mod Podge that on. You can put a little Mod Podge down, layer the tissue down, and you can even Mod Podge on top of the tissue. And the tissue should go translucent uh, so you can see through what is beneath it. You'll get some, um, uh, you know... Uh, it won't be as clear or crisp as the actual original item, but those are some ways that you can seal in your covers if you want to make them super impenetrable. Um, those ideas will help. Um, now, I always cross 
I think about a regular book and what to what level did a regular book go to seal its cover and some of the older covers like from the 1800s they're not sealed at all some are book material um, book cloth something like that but some are just paper and they've survived well over the years so you decide how far you want to go how far you want to take it and um, just do what what makes you happy what makes you feel good in that department and I can sit I would recommend um, trying out different techniques and see what you like see what um, makes your heart sing what makes you feel good about it remember that the more you apply to a cover you may increase your what I call the crack factor um, the thicker and the stiffer your cover because you're layering things on top of it that might become like hard candy coated shells when you open the cover back and forth a little bit it might creak a little bit more and that's fine a little creak is fine or you can work it in um, to train the cover to open after your Mod Podge has all uh, glued and, and, and adhered and dried and you can soften up the fold points so just kind of take those things into account um, how do I find your Etsy shop? I know, isn't that the biggest mystery of all mankind? Etsy does not make it easy for somebody to just go in there and say, hey, the paper outpost, I just type in the paper outpost. You think you would get the paper outpost? No, 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 it's not that easy. Um, a couple of tricks, use the description, drop down description box below my video and click the actual link to my um, paper outpost main page. Um, and that will take you right to the main page where you can see everything that is currently for sale. The second trick is to type in the words of the paper outpost all together as one word and capitalize the T in the, the P in paper, and the O in outpost. And that, let me actually see if that works. That should take you to, um, okay, I'm trying this. I'm going to go to Etsy. Because, yeah, nothing, nothing makes uh, perfect sense here. Okay, I'm going to try that. The, okay, I'm capitalizing the first word and I'm no spaces, no spaces. And they make you do this. It's not like we had a choice. They, they, Etsy forced us to do it this way to make the paper outpost um, title that way. I don't know why. I, it's not, they don't like spaces for some reason. If they could cure that little problem, I think people would have a much easier way to um, locate it. Okay, let's see if it takes us there. Yes. Okay, now where did that take me? Okay. So what it did was it took me to a bunch of my listings, okay? And I have a funny feeling, yeah, if you go down for far enough, you're going to start to find other people's listings as well. So be very wary about that, that even if you type on in my store name, as it is, the Paper Outpost, all capitals, the, and the capital paper, capital outpost, the, all the rest of the letters small, you're not actually going to come to my storefront page. There is a line at the front on the top that says, did you mean the shop, the paper outpost question mark? So I'm going to click on that. And that actually takes you to my main storefront page. I have no idea why this is. Um, if anybody has any clue or if I'm missing something obvious, uh, you know, let me know. Okay. I'm going to just type in the paper outpost, all small letters and all separated. Let's see what we get. Okay. This is also going to be weird. I know it's okay. Yep. Okay. We got a big fat, um, just, okay. What you're going to get, you're going to get some of my posts, uh, my, and a whole mixed mush of others and, uh, other people's other sellers. So be very careful of that. If you're looking for a specific seller and you t logically type in their name with spaces and maybe with no capitals, you're going to see other things that belong to other people. So, um, if you scroll down, 
and you're gonna look on the left bottom and you're going to see no oh, I'm yapping away today aren't I um, uh, n- names look at the name of the the actual company selling because you're gonna find there's gonna be other people there and um, um, I don't want you to accidentally purchase something and you think it's from me. This actually happened to a woman. She th- thought she was purchasing a journal from me and it was actually from somebody else just because of the way Etsy sets up um, its search field. So be very careful that make sure you see the name, the paper outpost, and that you're actually on my page or it actually is mine if that is your intent or whoever's, uh, whatever seller you're looking for because it's a little sneaky here on um um, Etsy and there's no way that I can refund somebody else's journal if, if if somebody bought a journal accidentally from somebody else I have no power or control to get that person's money back so uh, please be very very uh, mindful of that if you're checking that out so anyway just a few words to the wise there um, anyway and let's just do one more question what the heck we're here uh, question can you completely cover your journal hard or soft on the inside and outside and then use your crop dial to punch the holes for the signatures even with the fabric I have the answer for you Margaret yes you can um, uh, uh, the crop dial too big bite punches fabric and paper very well even in combination and I've done this many times uh, you can go through quite a few layers as long as it'll fit into the crocodile to big bite especially fabric it's going to cut fabric pretty easily and um papers i could say i can comfortably cut between 15 and sometimes 20 it depends on the thickness of the paper uh 15 to 20 pages comfortably um in there if they fit if it's not too thick paper with the crocodile to big bite now um i think i haven't shown you yet because the videos are coming up but i'm going to show you some ways um, and there's a couple of different videos coming out where you can um, uh, punch massive amounts of paper, almost like a manuscript style thickness, like say you want to do full size pages or uh, maybe make a notebook, something like that with full size pages, an alternative way to uh, pretty easily punch holes in paper, one shot deal, not too hard to do, most people can do this. I'm just tossing it out there. Stay tuned. All right. Um, so that's pretty much it. I'm wrapping it up for today because uh, I got to go home and, and, and play with my pup. And, and, and I got to go uh, uh, get back to that uh, craft desk because there's more stuff to be made. And I'm very excited about that. So I hope you're having fun out there. All my links are down below in the drop down description box. Um, below each video it's easily found on the if you're using the computer if you're using mobile you kind of have to find out where the drop down description box is but it should be there somewhere there's usually a little um, arrow down link or something like that that you click and it opens it up so you should be able to find the links there um, so hopefully that will help and um, I hope you're having fun um, if you haven't signed up for my free monthly emailed newsletter make sure you do that you get a free digital image emailed to you monthly along with a note from the bookmaker maker checklist of supplies um, updates from me and junk journal tips and all sorts of fun stuff and um, so come over and check out my Etsy shop every once in a while you're gonna find the fundals they're um, 100 piece uh, uh, ephemera paper collections of all sorts of different really cool papers that are um, awesome for junk journal making and um, I just uh, uh, these are, I find um, are you know amazing if um, you've never had an opportunity to hold some of these really old papers in your hands before um, and also or you find them hard to source or they're expensive when you find them or they're hard to store if you want to buy a bunch um, this may be your solution so 
what else oh uh, the printable printable downloads my vintage digi kits are also in my etsy shop and there's about 110 different sets of five pages each you might find something fun to print out and place in your junk journals and uh, i have an amazon shop which i think i mentioned and um you know about the podcast because you're here yeah there we go all right well big hugs from all of us to all of you thank you so much for hanging out and uh you know all us all all we paper lovers um are definitely uniting and having some fun and we're gonna make it through all this and uh, come out on the other side so take care everyone um best wishes stay happy dive into those papers and go make some stuff take care bye-bye